Welcome to How to Keep Your Day Job, brought to you by the Morningstar Consultants. If you're interested in succeeding, exceeding, growing, or listening to the stories of others who have done just that, you're in the right place. We are your hosts, Lisa Goss and Stacey Bailey. We want to help you hone your skills, succeed in your job, get your dream job, or keep your dream job. Like Mark Twain said, find a job you enjoy doing and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Now let's identify your purpose and build a career around that. Check out our show notes for where you can find us on social media and how to sign up for our newsletter. Thanks for being with us today. Time is precious. We are honored that you're sharing it with us. Now on with the show. In today's podcast, we just wanted to talk like two old friends over a cup of tea. What's on our mind? Time. Maybe that's on everyone's mind in the midst of this pandemic. With new strains of the virus threatening the way we work, live, and play, and the safety of those we love, we all just want more time, don't we? I agree, Stacy. Like I always say, time is precious. Precious is actually a name my grandma used to call me. So when I use this word, I use it when I need to grab my own attention. What is time? Time is just a measure of constant change. It's our life passing us by right before our eyes. Or as some people say, the trips around the sun. This week, several events brought me to think and focus on time and then brought time into this podcast. This month's podcast isn't focusing on a career or how somebody got their day job or keeps their day job or what's amazing about their day job, but how time affects our career. As time goes by, I can't help but feel that there is never enough time. But there definitely were some events that encouraged this topic. First, I watched the new Sex in the City show. I know. I hear ya. And let me tell you, you can't go home again. And I won't spoil it in case there's somebody out there who's going to watch it. But when I turned it off on my tablet, I was left thinking about time. How much do we have? And how do we best use it? Next, a friend posted a question on social media. They asked if people were feeling the Christmas spirit. Right away, I thought yes. And then I pondered, what inspired that holiday spirit for me? And it was easy. It's the simple things. I thought about sitting in the Morningstar office and looking out the window at my little free library and watching parents pull kids by on sleighs, thinking about how grateful I am that I have kids. It's also when you you get an email from a colleague and they're grateful for the help you gave them and they send some heartfelt holiday greetings. The other day I got a delivery and the guy yelled, Happy Christmas, as he got into his car. It's the little things. When I bake with the girls and then I watch people enjoy our baking. When I get to hear or sometimes see by Zoom people's faces when they receive something that I got them that I thought deeply about. I get to watch my colleagues feel valued from the simple gestures I'm able to do for them around the holidays. It's all time. When you take the time to slow down and see the joys, the kindness, they're all around you. It fills you up. And that's what creates that spirit. I've worked many years in chaos and crisis, de-escalating situations and organizations. And personally, I've had my fill. What I hope for you this season is time. Time to be present in the moment. Time to notice kindness. Time for joy. If your spirit is low, if you have been emotionally isolating because you've lost yourself in the overwhelming amount of work there is, 
Slow down. Take time for gratitude. It'll surely bring you joy. For me, the holidays are a time to slow down. During this holiday season, I am reflecting on something that's very near and dear to me, and that is mental wellness. I think that this is very important to talk about during the holidays because people are struggling, especially during the last couple of years as we navigate COVID-19. The holidays can be extremely difficult for a lot of people. These are universal issues, and as employers, trying to find a balance between what is right for the business and what is right for the employee, and maybe being a bit more cognizant and sensitive to the struggles our employees face, especially during the holidays. All of these things become more pronounced during the holidays. Let's discuss how to navigate this because it's not going away, but it's time to bring more awareness to mental wellness, especially during this time of COVID, when people are feeling so isolated. As management, I think we need to be advocates for our employees and encourage positive mental wellness routines. Excellent point, Stacy. Mental wellness routines are key. In coaching, I've always looked at leaders' routines, and I've also looked at when they put those routines aside, when they stop that self-care. This week, I was doing some work on our website, and we added our new leaders' lab. I put an automated note to those that clicked on learn more about the program. It said, if you currently have a sticky note on your desk or computer telling you to drink water, exercise, or other self-care, please email us right now. To me, avoiding basic self-care is a red flag. You've hit the wall. We've all been there. We've all hit a wall. But one thing I've learned 25 years in is how to pause, reflect, and change before I hit the wall. I know my own red flags. And because of that, I can spot someone else's. And hopefully, with what we're doing with Morningstar, we can prevent people from hitting that wall. I would love to help leaders out there that are struggling. If we can help the upcoming leaders avoid that wall entirely, what a gift. So for me, if my water bottle is sitting there empty and I'm only drinking coffee and you see me reaching for jujubes, I know, personally, my wall is coming. So I'm able to shift gears. So routines, how do we build them? How do we keep them? You're working or leading in a not-for-profit. You're in the trenches. How do you not lose yourself in the service of others? I think part of it is having a support system, someone who can say to you, hey, are you drinking water? You know, let's go for a walk on our lunch break, you know, things like that. I think those are things that we can do for each other um, that don't take a whole lot of time. But because you're right, it is very easy to, you know, let things start to slip and slide. And before you know it, all those good intentions and resolutions have gone out the window. You're right. You know, just the other day, I was thinking about how infrequently I've seen not-for-profit boards invest in leadership, invest in onboarding, coaching, or continuing development for leaders. I get it. Budgets are tight. And it's not like donors or grants encompass leadership development. That's not part of what comes with that type of funding. It makes sense why leaders hit that wall. And those that are young in leadership, they don't see that wall coming like I can after 25 years. Boards need to see this as a priority for retention and for the health and wellness of their leaders, their organization, 
the staff and those they serve. You know, so very true. I think sometimes the people who are on the board are far enough removed from some of the day-to-day activity that they don't see the need for it. What are some of the things you think as employers, employers of frontline staff, employers of leadership, so boards, what are some of the things they can do to acknowledge staff, to give them something to hang on to? I think sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, a, a simple thank you or acknowledging the work that's being done. Um, acknowledging the work that someone's doing goes a long way. And that could just be, you know, a simple treat on the desk. It can be, you know, um, hey, good morning. I really like that what you did with, the, you know, the Johnson Project or whatever it is. That goes a long way. When you're higher up in organizations, and maybe it's just my own reflection, the, the higher you get in organizations, the less praise there is and the higher expectations. Yeah, that's very true. It's very lonely at the top sometimes. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's not just the frontline workers that need to be acknowledged. It's those at the top as well. Um, you know, the ones that are making everything happen and that projects are being completed on time. And, you know, I think sometimes that that gets forgotten. So, you know, whether it's a board run organization or, you know, Um, it's just a a management team, there is a lot to be said for acknowledging the work that someone is doing to move the business forward. So maybe part of igniting that Christmas spirit for someone this year would be acknowledging what they've done for the organization and telling them how much you appreciate them. Yeah, and I think that that goes a long way to support someone's mental wellness, right? Because a lot of times when people are struggling, that's what they get focused on is the things that they're not being acknowledged for place and things like that because all of those things sort of get bigger bigger i guess is a as a way to say it is you know when you're struggling everything becomes more negative and uh, so it's like somebody posted that i talked about you emotionally isolate yeah yeah i think you do it's hard to emotionally isolate when the people around you are showing you how much they value you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that can pull someone out of a really dark place. So, And it doesn't take a whole lot to, to spread that kindness. There's Stacy's message. Be kind. You never know what someone is struggling with, so always be kind. We're all five minutes away from something. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, our audience, what will you carry into 2022? Will you carry balance? Will you treat yourself with kindness? Will you take back your time? Reminder, if you're struggling with mental health, there is help. Please check our show notes for resources. Be well, and all the best in 2022. We hope you like this episode. To learn more about us, check out our website or sign up for our newsletter at morningstarconsultant.com and follow us on social media. There are links to our courses, business consulting, or coaching in the show notes. Don't see what you need? Contact us. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our podcast, reach out. We are Morningstar Consultants, business and life strategists, and we can show you how to keep your day job.